Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are all here with me today. We've got a wonderful show in store for you. I have a very special returning guest. She's actually been on the show before. I'm really excited and thrilled that she's back with us again today. Um, and we're going to be talking all about leadership today. But first, of course, we have our quotes of the day from Mike Dooley in the universe and from Abraham. Let's see what the universe and Abraham have in store for us today. First, from the universe. The more you believe in appearances, in the story told by your physical senses, and in the circumstances that you now find yourself in, the less control you have over them. What's real is your power to change them. All things are possible. Dang, the universe. <laughs> I love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe. Uh, uh, always... Uh, inspiring us forward. I've actually been listening to some uh, uh, old uh, lectures by Mike Dooley. I really love his stuff. And, uh, you know, it's funny because the, I always like to say the quotes are so apropos for the guest and the topic of the day. And uh, this one in particular, I think, is pretty good because right, what's leadership all about? It's all about our power to change the way things are to... Um, to the way where we want to go. It, it's about leading people forward to sometimes something you can't see. And, and as the universe says, like the more we're kind of stuck on our physical senses, the more we're really like, well, this is the way it is. And, and, and this is what I see. And then we forget about our imagination and how powerful our imagination is and how Everything, everything that we create first starts as an idea, first starts as some whim inside our imagination before it actually becomes something tangible, something real. So leadership is really about understanding that what is most real is always our power to change to how we respond, to change our um, uh, our part in this world, and to and to lead people forward when they can't see a way and we can. And sometimes leadership, it's just about being who we are and showing other people it's okay for them to be who they are which means if we're scared, if we're upset, if we're having a hard time being authentic about it and letting people know, even if we're the leader of an organization, like, hey, sometimes I don't have all the answers. Sometimes I don't see everything. But together, we will find our way through this challenge. And that, to me, is really the, the most authentic type of leadership when we're really honest about what's going on with us and then allowing other people to see that so that they can be honest with what's going on with them. So an awesome quote from the universe. 
Oh, I love it. We'll see what our guest has to say about it once we get started. Um, let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. And this one, you may not think it's about leadership, but it actually is. This is what Abraham has to say today. Parents don't want their children to make the wrong decisions, so they don't allow them to make the decision. And then the child becomes dependent, and then the parent resents that, and it gets off into a blameful thing early on. If you are encouraging children to do all that they can do, and not squelching the natural eagerness that is within them, so that they can shine and thrive and show you and themselves how good they are at adapting to physical experience, then everybody wins. Abraham. Now, to me, th these two quotes, they're so much about the same thing. Now, if you take parent and children more figuratively and not necessarily literally, Children can mean anybody who follows us, pays attention to us, looks towards us, and we're the parents. And it's not about making the decisions for other people. It's not about telling them what they should do or how they should feel or how to go about doing something. It's really about empowering people to show up the best way they can and to be okay if they fall down and to be okay if they make a mistake and to be okay if they don't do things exactly the way we would do things, exactly the way we want things done. Because you know what? Sometimes they can really surprise us. And, and if we let people, and, and this is something that I experience you know, on uh, a regular basis, especially now because we're, we're starting to come from spring into summertime. Uh, I have a lot of interns applying for intern positions at the radio station. And, you, you know, when you're working with an intern, you, you assign them a task and you say, here, go and do this. They're probably not going to do it the way you would do it. But sometimes the way they do it, if you pay attention, like surprises you and you can learn something from it because they're coming at it with new eyes, with, with a fresh perspective. So it's really something that uh, you can really learn from if you can humble yourself enough to say that, like, even though you're the expert on whatever it is you're the expert on, it does not mean you know every single thing. And just because you're the leader does not mean that the people you are leading do not have amazing, insightful, crazy ideas that can actually work. And indeed, in the world we live in today, what we need more of are crazy ideas or people who are willing to like step up, even if they're not in a leadership position and say, hey, how about this or how about that? and share their um, brilliance and share their insights and share their perspective because everybody comes to a situation from a different perspective, from different experiences, from a different way of seeing things, from a different life experience. So they're naturally going to see things differently. And uh, indeed, this is one of the biggest reasons why uh, diversity and inclusion is so important in the workplace uh, because 
if you have the, everyone who works for you, if they're all the same kind of thing, if they're all like, you know, white men or, or, or black women or whatever it is, if they're all the same, then they're all going to come with a similar perspective and you're not really going to see things in, in all the myriad different colors. But if you have people from all kinds of backgrounds and all kinds of, of, of ethnicities and, 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 and geographic locations and, and just all kinds of, of, of different places that, that they come from and they can bring their different perspective to what you're doing, that then you can really create something unique and different and, and be more adaptable and, and find new and different ways. So to me, this is all of this is really about uh, learning to honor not just ourselves, but to honor other people um, because we're all leaders in our own life. And it may not feel like it at times, it may not seem like it at times, uh, but it is absolutely true because we all have the responsibility and the choice to choose how we show up in the world, how we respond to any given situation, and how we decide to be present with what's going on today. Awesome. So two wonderful, beautiful, amazing quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe and from Abraham. I hope you enjoy them. I, as you know, I certainly do. And so uh, um, let me introduce to you uh, uh, my guest, uh, Susan Goldberg, who, uh, my returning guest, I should say, uh, Susan Goldberg, who is the founder and CEO of Susan Goldberg Leadership Consulting. After 25 years of hands-on experience coaching and placing talent, Susan shifted her focus to address today's challenge of developing emerging leadership. In September of 2016, she launched Susan Goldberg Leadership Consulting, where she specializes in developing millennial and Gen Z talent. Susan offers a number of services from individual coaching to small group coaching programs to speaking at boardrooms and retreats. She also provides consulting to teams, departments, and organizations who may be struggling with multi-generational communication and retaining their youth leadership. Uh, um, uh, she's worked for, uh, with such clients as PSENG, General Electric, NBC, Sprint, and her extensive knowledge on emerging leadership has led her to co-author the book, Leadership in Wonderland, which is what we talked about last time she was on the show, a unique approach to how to become a more confident leader. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Susan. Thank you so much, Sam. And dang the universe. Yeah, <laughs> ain't those great? I love that expression. Yeah, dang, yeah. Uh, I love Mike Dooley. He's so like, like jumbo and dang and tally ho. It's awesome. So, so Susan, uh, you are a leadership expert, right? For lack of a better uh, uh, way of talking about it. And leadership today, it actually means something very different than it meant maybe even three, four months ago. Is that fair to say? It's constantly evolving, Sam. Yeah. I mean, the leadership that you and I grew up with way back, you know, before the 
the wheel was invented. (laughs) (laughs) The leadership that we grew up with then was so exceptionally different than what has evolved for today. Mm. And what for for our needs and also for our, our population and through global circumstances. Right, right. And that's kind so, of... Go ahead. I was just going to say, and that's really part of, of, of being a leader is understanding that things are constantly evolving and changing. And that means we have to con- constantly evolve and change to meet those challenges. And that's true. Absolutely true. So when I was coming up through my corporate background, Mm -hmm. leaders were commanding presences who knew everything. You never questioned them. They dictated. You followed the instructions. And that was a leader. Almost like uh, General Patton. That, that's the, the vision that comes to my mind. Right. I was going to say very like militaristic, right? Right. Right. And of course, growing up during those times, you and I modeled our leadership like that. We had to be perfect. We had to know everything. People couldn't question us. We had to know all the answers. And it wasn't about bringing your whole emotional self right right yeah and as a matter of fact if you did bring your emotional self to work it would have been considered weakness right exactly yes yeah yeah absolutely absolutely okay uh it's time for us to take a quick break um let me take this break and when we come back let's just talk uh, uh briefly about like what was it about leadership that just fascinated you so much the, that uh, made you decide to focus on that for your consulting practice? And then let's uh, really go into um, sort of what are the lessons uh, in in today for leadership with everything that's gone on in the past few months. And, and, and then we'll take the conversation from there. Okay, Susan? Sounds great, Sam. What- I'm in. Wonderful. So um, a quick shout out to Facebook Live loyal listeners, William and Patty. Oh, it's so good to see you guys again. Thank you so much uh, for tuning in, as you always do. Really appreciate it. So uh, everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this live every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern right here on Talk Radio NYC and on Facebook Live all over the place. So we will be right back after this. And welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on talkradio.nyc. And my guest this hour is Susan Goldberg. Um, before I get back to Susan, I just want to let people know, um, in case you haven't seen in our newsletter, that I'm doing a free webinar 
on uh, next Thursday, uh, next Tuesday, the 19th uh, at 12 o'clock called um, How to uh, Pivot Your Business Using a Podcast. And if you want to find out all about it, um, you can go to, let me see, where's the best place? Uh, go to my meetup group, which is the Conscious Business Collective on meetup.com. Just do a search for it and you'll, you can RSVP there. And then there's a link there for you to register at Zoom. It's going to be a Zoom meeting. It's a no cost uh, webinar all about, you know, how to use a sort of a podcast to help you take your business online, which is what a lot of people are interested in. And I'll, uh, if I have a moment later on in the show, I'll post it into the uh, chat in the uh, video. Anyway, back to Susan. Um, you're still with us, right, Susan? Hi, Sam. I'm so I guess what you just said. We're having some electronic difficulties. Hmm. Sometimes here and sometimes it's very garbled. Ah, I see. I have a sneaking suspicion okay. it might be the internet on your end, but I'm not sure. Or um, it could be something with your computer. But from what I can tell, all things are good on this end. So you sound fine on our end. Great. Awesome. So uh, I wanted to ask you, uh, uh, we didn't really talk about the last segment that much, but what was it that got you really interested in leadership? Like, why did you decide to focus on that particular aspect? So what happened was at the time when you last met me, yes, when you last met me, I was this hybrid and the hybrid was I was doing executive search. I was doing executive placement, media, entertainment, technology, and professional services. And I also was doing career coaching for people who came to me and needed to dig deeper into their careers to find different pathways. And what I was finding was at these media, entertainment, technology, professional services companies, was you had young leaders and those types of industries have always had young leaders, but they were young leaders who were uh, developed. They weren't even developed. They were just promoted into senior leadership without leadership skills. And so they would each come to me saying, Susan, how do I have this conversation? How do I give somebody a warning? How do I get my, my team so that they respect me? How do I earn respect? How do I get them to work together? What am I missing? And I thought, wait a second, uh, this isn't in my contract. This isn't what I, I, you know, formally signed up to do. And each time I would ask, I said, why are you coming to me? And they would say, first of all, I'm in a senior position and therefore I feel like I'm supposed to know this. And so there's nobody I can go to in the company where I can tell them, Hey, I need some, some leadership skills, some management skills. Hmm. Okay. And so there wasn't a safe place for them. I was safe also because they could speak to me so openly and they trusted me that I was you know, able to give them feedback and, and tips and help them through this. And I realized, wait a second, as more and more of this kept happening, 
this is pretty prevalent. Hmm. What's going on? And then I started doing some research and I started doing some uh, high level, just watching and paying attention. And that's when I started to write co-author Leadership in Wonderland. And as I'm going through this, and Leadership in Wonderland was written for new leaders, people who've never had to step up and be a leader before and have those soft skills, have those communication skills, understand people and how they work. And as I was doing this, I found a mentor, a mentor who came out of human resources in General Electric, Johnson & Johnson. Her name was Francine. Hmm. Francine pushed me and she said, you cannot do all of these things at once because right now you are that intangible, unknowable unicorn. I don't know who I'm hiring and why I would hire you. And she said, you are a leadership consultant, leadership development mm. and what your heart is singing about. Because whenever mm. you, you talk about that, you glow. Mm. And when you're talking about executive search, the thrill is gone. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I hemmed and hawed, but we developed the different services I would offer. And then I realized I needed a coach because this is a totally new universe for me. Mm. Because if I didn't understand how, how I was coming across as a leader, how could I then be able to teach other people and help develop and inspire other people? You have to be able to look at yourself. Right. right. And I hired a mutual friend of ours, which we found out only afterwards, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> when, she came, when she came on my show. <laughs> yeah. Um, Lisa Marie Platsky. Mm -hmm. Lisa Marie and her upside coaching has helped me tremendously. Yeah. It's helped me stretch and see how other people are perceiving me so that I can then help others to stretch too. Right, right. Yeah. And, and so I'm curious in writing your book, Leadership in Wonderland. And, and, and really focusing on that, if you were to take, ah, good, I, I, I don't have my, my copy is in the office, so I don't have it at home. So thank you for holding okay. it up. Um, but in, in, in the lessons you learned while writing the book, how would you relate? Is there one or two major lessons that you could relate to today and today's circumstances and what people are having to deal with at this moment? Such a good question, Sam. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Yeah. So Leadership in Wonderland, just a backstory so you understand. Leadership in Wonderland is about Alice in Wonderland. Alice started a tea company when she was a child and brought in all her friends, all her characters from Alice in Wonderland and put it together. And then she got bored. So she gave it to Mad Hatter, to, and 
He had a board behind him, so she figured everything is fine. The Queen of Hearts is leading the board. What could be better? <laughs> <laughs> and she forgets about it. And then she starts to hear rumblings that the, the business is not doing well. And Hatter may not be that perfect leader that she wanted him to be. And finds out it's a complete mess and all different problems are interrelated. We don't know where they originated, how they originated, how they developed, almost like the, a virus. And it becomes a complete mess. And she is totally ill-equipped to help solve the issue. Hmm. She doesn't have the knowledge. She doesn't have the background. She doesn't have the resources. How is she going to do this? And yet, she pushes through it, starts to find all the different pieces, how they come together. She learns she grows because she's forced to mm. she realizes the company has to be able to come together in order for the situation to resolve itself everybody has to work together at this at the same time everybody involved also has to have a voice well, <laughs> i think alice is calling oh, you yeah, right yeah. now <laughs> yeah my my mess Sorry about that. <laughs> no problem. It always happens. Like right when I'm about to start a show, somebody calls me on the phone or emails me something urgent. Always happens. Even worse, it's a robocall. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. I hate those. There you go. So out of this mess and chaos, slowly through pieces, just like today, what we're doing in, in through COVID is we're finding out what works. The mass, the social distancing. And how we're all in this together. Right. And how it, it takes our collective selves in order to make this work and, and go away or even to resolve it and work with it while it's still among us. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. And that's how it, it's somewhat similar. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because... One of the things I feel that this situation has shown us more uh, 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 more obviously, maybe than anything else, is how interdependent we are and how when we take one aspect for granted, it can blow up in our faces and then, you know, we're all in this boat. It's It's not like you know, uh, movie stars are separate from us, right? Even movie stars got, got the virus. That, that everybody, nobody is immune to this. And that the world is much more interdependent on each other, you know, from, from faraway countries. Like, who could have imagined that something as tiny as a microscopic virus could literally bring the world to its knees? And, and that is something that I feel there's such a huge lesson in that for us that for me has always been a lesson, but sometimes was not so obvious. So it was a lesson people weren't necessarily learning. 
So what I would like to do, it's time for another break. Um, when we come back, uh, let's talk about um, sort of this, this huge disruption we're seeing and, and where you feel like leadership maybe needs to step up and lead in, in this very tumultuous times and, and with what's going to be coming in the next six to 18 months, because we're still relatively speaking at the beginning of all this, there's going to be even more changes, there's going to be more disruption uh, on uh, many different levels. Let's talk about how the leaders of today, uh, what they can do to meet those challenges that are going to be coming to us in the next, you know, six months to year and a half. Okay, Susan? Perfect, Sam. Love it. Awesome. Awesome. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we will be right back after this. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're speaking today with Susan Goldberg, uh, author, co-author of the book, um, Leadership in Wonderland, and a leadership uh, consultant and expert talking about, you know, leadership in today's environment. So, Susan, you know, we're really, you know, we've had to deal with a lot of stuff in the last two to three months, you know, having to pivot our business, going online virtually, things closing down, uh, uh, you know, more people filing for unemployment than have since the Great Depression, um, which is going to have certain economic uh, repercussions over the next uh, six to 12 to 18 months. Uh, where do you see, like, leadership um, in organizations and in, in, in small, mid, large organizations, where do you see um, leadership really needing to sort of step up and 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 uh, and lead and and really show people uh, that things can be okay or even better if we work together? Okay, so. Going back to a song you played during the break, am I the same girl? First of all, this is not the same girl that was here last time with you. And nor is leadership the same leadership <laughs> that it was then. And now it's different. What's different is it's always important to have good leadership, good managers, good bosses. But when it's truly essential to have good leaders is during times of uncertainty mm -hmm. and in times of fear. Mm -hmm. Because it can't just be a group of followers anymore. There have to be people that step up. Right. Okay. There have to be people with, with wisdom, with understanding who are listening, who are paying attention to each individual and their voice and what motivates them and what gets them inspired and what they value. So before leadership used to be, you used to 
lead a team and it was teamwork. Yeah, you still have teams and you still have project teams, etc. But now it's the individuals that are important that make up that team. And how can you bring out the best potential in each individual so that the team truly thrives? Right, right. And what's happening with leadership, Sam, is even though what you talked about earlier about the government issues with different countries developing medical breakthroughs that they're not sharing. Right. Or governments don't want to hear about. On a different level, there's a lot of leadership coming together. Mm-hmm. Particularly as companies try to figure out what's it going to be like when we start to open up a little bit. Right. Well, there used to be some mavericks, some cowboys in an organization that were you know, leaders or bosses. That is pretty much going away because mm-hmm. this is so much bigger than mm-hmm. just a, a team approach. This is a truly what's happening with this business. So all the leaders are, are meeting and are, are on the same page and talking about this on a consistent basis so that there's actual plans. Mm-hmm. And with that, the pairing not only these plans, but since we're living from home and we're dealing with our families and, and everything that comes with being from home, you're getting the whole person right. involved leader through these discussions. So you're seeing every aspect of them. So leaders are able to see other people at their company as, as more than just what their title is mm. and what they are responsible for. It's this whole person. Right, right. And so it's never before have people in hospitals work so closely together. Hmm. Never before have pharmaceutical companies work together and not competed against each other, but they're working together hmm. to have solutions. Right, right. To find those answers that we just so desperately need and need quickly. And that that's... Uh, one of the things uh, that's so fascinating is like we're, everyone's trying to come together and find solutions and answers, you know, at breakneck speed. And it's just amazing to see how so many researchers and, and, and doctors and everybody really kind of come together to tackle this problem. Uh, I, I'm curious, like, if, if there are any examples of maybe some well-known leaders that you feel are doing a good job as leaders at this time? Like, if there are there any individuals you feel who, who uh, our audience might know their names, who you feel have stepped up and really uh, uh, demonstrated the characteristics of, of what you would feel is good leadership today? Yeah, there was an example. There is an example. Are you familiar with the company Hintwater? H-I-N-T. No. No, I haven't heard okay. of that. It's one of my favorite things because there's no sugar in it. Mm-hmm. It's just infused water. Mm-hmm. And it comes in all different flavors. And I'm a big drinker of water, mm-hmm. but I get bored with the taste. Yeah. Hint makes me very excited. I really love Hint. So why I bring up Hint 
the founder and CEO is a female. Oh. And she figured out early on that this was happening. Mm -hmm. So she figured out how to get the distribution she needed for this, how to keep mm -hmm. the offices clean and safe for her employees. And she realized there's a big part of her marketing staff that goes around the country and goes to different grocery stores and boutiques and, and whatever to offer samples physically in person. Mm -hmm. And the last thing she wanted to do was have her company start to fall apart and have people lose jobs. Mm -hmm. So what she did was she redeployed those individual experiential salespeople and mm -hmm. different parts of the company. Oh. That she's not had to lay off anybody. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. And yeah. And there are some companies that have never had as much working from home, virtual offices. In fact, never have certain companies, you know, banks and law firms and things. They're traditional companies that are not used to having people work from home and were thought that, that that would be okay. And they found through this that guess what? Able to get things done with having people work from home hmm. so that the new model will be that it's probably a mixture of both in office and ability to work. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And what's also come from this, Sam, is if you're a networker and you wanted to meet someone face to face, sometimes it takes a long time to have a meeting, to travel to that person, learn about them, you know, have your discussion, then travel back and then get back to your office and have to then get out of the whole networking I'm all about Sam or whomever I've met with and get back to whatever you have to do for your day. Now people are finding, Hey, I can have one-on-ones and I can have discussions and I can have client meetings without having to travel. And how much time does that save? And how much of a life does that right. allow you to have more time for exercising, more time to be with the family? more of a, a work-life balance. Right, right. And, and so funny you mentioned that because I was actually, you know, uh, I, I do a lot of networking local in New York and one of the organizations I'm a member of, TNG, um, they just did a, sh a launch in Chicago and, and Michael had uh, two people in Chicago who helped get a bunch of people together. But because now everything is virtual, so several of us from the New York group were on the call last night meeting these people in Chicago, which in under normal circumstances, I never would have had the opportunity to meet and connect with. So it, it's, it's interesting how in some ways, you know, not being able to meet somebody in person and shake their hand is a little bit of a hindrance. But in another way, because we're going so virtual, it's actually an opportunity because now more opportunities open up for us because we don't have to travel. That's right. That's right. 
And if I can segue a little bit, getting back to who I admire as a leader right now, mm-hmm. Jim Clifton of the Gallup Corporation. Mm-hmm. Jim Clifton's dad came up with Strength Finders, if you're familiar with Strength Finders. That sounds familiar, yeah. Okay, so it is a, a system where you can find out what your strengths are. Oh. So you know what you should concentrate on. And Jim, what, what Jim realized is that there is no one trait that makes a great leader. Hmm. There's a series of 34 different traits. Wow. 34 different And so just because your leadership style and your strengths may look different from somebody else doesn't mean that you can't be an equally formidable leader. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, yeah. on, on that note, we're going to take a quick break. And uh, when we come back, I would like to talk, since you, your specialty is kind of in the uh, Gen Z, uh, uh, Gen X kinds of things, uh, what do you see in sort of the younger generation of leaders moving up and, uh, uh, you know, what we can all learn from that? And, and just to let you know, I see Patty uh, on the Facebook Live says she's heard of Hint but never tried it. Good to know. So I guess that means she's going to try it. Um, and, and also I had one of my interns listening in. She said everything sounds good on the talkradio.nyc. So it might just be the audio on the video. Uh, are in Zoom is, is not so hot. So if anyone's having trouble uh, hearing us through the Facebook Live, uh, just uh, hop on over to talkradio.nyc and the audio should be fine there. Um, so everybody, please stay tuned. This is our last break of the show and then we'll come back and we'll talk about uh, Gen Z and millennial talent and we'll wrap things up. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be right back after this. And welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Our guest this hour has been Susan Goldberg, uh, CEO and founder of Susan Goldberg Consulting, a leadership uh, consulting uh, firm. And uh, we've been talking really all about sort of the role of leadership and, and the difference between leadership today from, from yesterday. And, and uh, Susan, we really haven't talked too much about sort of the, the younger generation. I'd li- really like to spend this last segment talking about millennials and Gen Z and and you know, what we can learn about leadership from them and, and perhaps uh, where do you see the emerging le- young leaders of today? Okay. The emerging leaders of today are much more inclusive because of the times and circumstances they grew up in. They're much more aware of everybody having a voice and everybody being important. And they have a lot of compassion. 
which is wonderful because that is leadership of today. It's the compassionate leader. One of the things that they crave, which then they bring to the more seasoned folks, they crave a lot of communication. They want feedback. They want to know how they're doing, how they can get better. And so they ask for it. And that then helps the people who are not of those generations see how these people are learning. Of course, what they bring is you know, the technology skills, the ability to process things quickly, and their enthusiasm, their emotion, their passion. Because sometimes, particularly if you've been in a field or in a company for a long period of time, you start to lose that. So it's great to be invigorated or reinvigorated by that and to hear their new ideas because they don't come from an entrenched past. So their ideas on how to solve challenges could be completely different. It's something you've never thought of if you are a a seasoned uh, professional. Mm -hmm. And they also bring, which as parents and sometimes as uh, a seasoned leader, a seasoned executive, you may not understand what they bring is their way of developing their careers. It's not this street siloed let's build up you know all my skills in you know, IT. Let's build up all my skills in, in HR just in benefits. It's not that way anymore. They just want to learn. They they go from position to position. Where am I going to learn? How am I going to develop? What is going to be new that I can then incorporate with the rest of my skills? And at the same time, I can bring these other ideas that I learned at these other places and bring that into the thinking, into the thought process. So you've got the individuals themselves. And then you've got the companies. All of a sudden, you've got these dynamic new companies. I wrote about Blue Dot in my last blog. And you can subscribe to Susan Goldberg Leadership blog by going to my website, which is Susan Goldberg Leadership, and just put in your information. And you'll get the blog every week. I write a blog every week. Last week, it was about that nonlinear career path. And how companies like Blue Dot are bringing in people from all different backgrounds Hmm. in order to solve challenges and problems. And for them, it's tracking viruses. That's what they do. And they figure out where the next explosion of the virus or a virus will be. Hmm. And what that virus could be. And if you read about the backgrounds that the, I think it's, uh, it's, I don't think it was a, he might've been an epidemiologist. I'm not sure, Hmm. but he was a doctor who started this whole company. And he realized the wisdom of bringing together like geologists and sociologists and veterinarians and Uh all types of backgrounds to be able to solve problems. I think that's where 
companies and truly like the startups and the new companies that will be um, geared for solving whatever new dynamic issues that we come up with, how to solve them. Because our world is going to be constantly changing much more dynamic faster than it ever has been. And we can't rely on past experience and what's worked before. Right. There is no what's worked before. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, this is a new century. Um, uh, You know, ever since, you know, 2000, 2001, things have been very, very different than before. And, and old ways of doing things, they just, they're not appropriate anymore. They, they've kind of outlived their use, usefulness, and, and we live in a much, much, much different world than we did um, that, that Susan, you and I grew up in. Um, we, we've just got a couple of minutes left to the show. Um, I'm wondering, uh, uh, what advice would you have for leaders today? Like if leaders were, were listening to the show right now in, in this environment with the challenges we have today, what, what piece of advice would you give them? Okay. A, a few things. One, step up. Now is your time. If you have a voice and, and you know what's inside of you and you know what you can bring to an organization or a situation, it's time. It's time not just to be a, a thought leader. It's time to be a thought doer. It's time to actually do. So that's the first thing, and that is to step up. And the second thing is if you are missing skills that you feel you need to be a better leader, now is the time to get a coach to sign available right now for you to do when you're not doing your daily work so that you can build on your skills. It's all about skill building. Hmm. Cool. Um, we've got uh, one last question from uh, Patty, our loyal listener on Facebook Live. She asks, uh, will your book help those worried about maintaining their jobs uh, to reinvent themselves to stay with their company? Thanks so much for asking that question, Patty. And thanks for being a loyal listener. Patty, what it will do, it will give you a better sense of yourself, what your strengths are, how you see circumstances, how you see challenges, what you don't see as challenges. Okay. It will give you a better sense of who you are as a person, it will ground you so that you can then go out and understand, okay, this is the kind of position that I should be looking for if I, I need a new position hmm. and this type of company. And by the way, I really think now more than ever, if you're passionate about a company and its mission and what it does, look into how you can get to that company. Hmm. how you can network or get yourself known by that company Hmm. because chances are there'll be other like-minded people at that company that you it will be the kind of place where you can thrive cool cool well susan thank you so much for taking the time out of your schedule to come on my show today i truly appreciate it 
I know it's taken us a little while to get you on. My, my schedule's fairly booked. I'm actually now booked up with guests until the end of the year. So uh, it's uh, been, been something. If people want to learn more about you um, or, or get to, to know you a little bit more, your work a little bit more, one more time, what's your website? Where can people go? Susan Goldberg Leadership.com. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. And again, the name of the book is Leadership in Wonderland, and it's available on Amazon. But it's also on my website. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's Susan Goldberg, G O L D B E R G, uh, leadership.com. Susan, thank you so much. I appreciate you. And uh, once this lockdown is over, we have to get together for a cup of tea and, and uh, be in each other's presence, okay? Sam, I love you. You are special, giving, compassionate, incredibly thoughtful. And thank you so much for having me on your show. And yet again, I'm, I really am blessed. Thank you. <laughs> You're most welcome. You're most welcome. And, and my thanks go out to all of you, my loyal listeners and everyone listening, whether it was live or on the video or on the podcast. Uh, please remember to share this if you've gotten something out of it and, and there's some value in here. Um, please share it with your friends, with your family. Uh, don't keep us the best kept secret. So and, and uh, just to remember, um, uh, go to meetup.com, do a search for the Conscious Business Collective. That's my meetup group on, on Meetup. And you'll see there uh, the, the uh, event of um, uh, how to use a podcast to pivot your business, which I'll be giving on Tuesday, May uh, 19th. So I hope you'll all join me then. I got a bunch of people registered for it already, and uh, um, I'm looking forward to it. So thank you all for tuning in. Stay tuned. Coming up next on talkradio.nyc, it's Voices of Courage, and uh, we will be back, and we will talk to you next week.